Bonjour and hello everyone. Welcome to Queer French Farmhouse, the podcast about being queer as an expat, living in France and renovating a house or, in my case, half a chateau. Welcome back, you guys. So nice to have you back on the podcast. And I just created my business here in France. It's just like so unbelievable. I didn't think that it would all go so fast. It's just like, ah, it's really crazy at this pace. And it's like, it's actually really easy to open up the so-called micro-entreprise in France. It's just like an online portal and you do everything there. You you tell them all about it and then they'll just set you up and everything and everything's done. It's crazy. I just got like the email back like, and it took them like 30 minutes or so to validate my business. So yeah, now I have a full setup business in France. So if you want to come and visit me or stay in France, also think about your next summer holidays. Uh, or even Easter or late summer, autumn next year, you can find me on Airbnb and also you can find me by now on Mr. B&B and Veg Visits. With every stay, you get also a complimentary breakfast and dinner all vegan, all made by yours truly. So um, don't hesitate book you can also just ask me if you need to have something else or if you would like me to accommodate some other type of um, food indigestion for example that is no problem at all and I'll try to find a way to make you feel comfortable you can easily come here to through Paris um, either you if you're coming for all the way from the States probably it's easiest to get on a plane to Paris and then take a train down to Angoulême and from there um, we can organize a transport or um, if there's not so many then I can also pick you up for a fee from the station so it's all manageable and uh, if you're coming from the UK probably it's much easier to go to Limoges and we can do the same kind of arrangement or we can see if uh, transport can be arranged or you can just rent a car in at Limoges airport so that makes you also a bit more more versatile in traveling methods while you're here. I made myself a coffee and today's topic I wanted to talk about renovating the house because I think yeah it's part of the podcast and it's part of a big part of my life and a big part I didn't think I would ever do. I think like I really really deep inside of me I really wanted to do it and I really wanted this project that actually had something like it, it is so tangible and I think that's that's the best word to describe it because it's not only that it is fulfilling and that it's physical work and it feels quite you feel drained at the end of a day, but at the same time you feel so accomplished. And anyone who's renovated a house or who's done like DIYs or whatever kind of thing, it's like you feel really accomplished at the end of it. 
because you really made something happen. So um, not only is it that feeling for me, but it's also got to do a lot with... Um, I come from a background where your work is so vulnerable and your work is actually like it just dissolves right in front of you you know it's it's just this one moment and yes i'm setting up choreographies i'm dancing those choreographies and or other people dance them for me and um, i can see them but they just exist in that very moment they're nothing like that you can put somewhere they're nothing that it's not a physical product it's nothing that like shows and even if you can do a recording of it it still isn't the same thing because um it's just yeah life performance and life art is something totally different to like producing something you know producing music producing um uh, um, a piece of art that you can hang or like, like a drawing a painting a sculpture um, there's so many forms of art but this particular one that is dance and um, and performance it's just like it's so non-tangible it's just like so fleeting is it only exists in this moment and I think that's the beauty of it and that's I think that's why a lot of people also have a huge appreciation for it and they just I think it's the best art form to kind of be in the very moment with that those people that perform for you and it's I think sometimes we take it for granted when we see things happening in front of our eyes like life because um, it's just in that very moment and then that moment's gone and all that product all that work is just like yeah it's it's it isn't gone, but it's it it's just like it's dissolved. It's 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 been there, you know. And I wouldn't say it's gone because it's not gone. It's not like you use your you lose your skills after it. But it's just yeah. I think it's it's such a non tangible way of of living and working. Um, so I find it really satisfying to be doing this on my own and like going through this process and I think also what this process is teaching me or has taught me so far is to really like appreciate like time and to really appreciate like how much work it actually costs you to get somewhere and to do something so not only does it take time but it also takes a lot of attention throughout the day to be doing everything um, yourself because literally what I wanted to do is like let me tell you let me let me take you to the start of the whole thing so when we bought this house with my ex-husband we already knew that the house didn't have enough bathrooms to accommodate like people for a bed and breakfast or a retreat center or whatever plan we had back then um so we did know that we had to put in at least two more ensuite bathrooms. And I think, like, especially when you're coming from more an English-speaking kind of world, it's like ensuite is, is very much on trend. And um, you, you actually always wish for ensuite bathrooms. Um, but in Europe, in Central Europe, it's really not, not like so so very very common to have like yeah to have ensuite bathrooms i mean especially in, in a very private property which 
isn't meant for like renting out. So, um, so there was like the second floor is the guest floor of the house, and there were three rooms up there and a bathroom and quite quite well well sized bathroom actually. Um, so we knew we had to put in two more bathrooms and then I ended up like doing all the work myself which is not blaming my ex-husband but actually like we separated so um that was the reason why so um yeah I started like from scratch and I had my dad help me because I had never in my life done a bathroom and I knew that like we had someone coming in the very like beginning October last year and uh, just a guy from the UK who works here a lot like a contractor um, so I talked to him and he's like oh you're trying to make the impossible possible because we wanted to lead down the wastewater on the other side of the house that actually like had a wastewater connection to the canal on that side because the house has two connections but it was like going through two ceilings and a very thick wall the other way around would have been like leading the waste pipe through the grand salon which is like the um, main living room main living space downstairs which is basically all of downstairs and um, leading it through there until it reaches um, like having to go outside like a really thick wall like this one's really really thick I think it's like 1.5 meters so it's like really really thick um, so going through that and then connecting to the existing wastewater, which also would have been a pain to do. So, um, yeah, in the end, I decided, okay, you know what? I'm just like, if it's so complicated, and then I was looking for other contractors to maybe do it, and I just couldn't find anyone who would actually do it. So um, nobody had time or people wouldn't just respond so I just let that be and I was talking to my dad and I was like I think I can do it on my own and I really didn't know like I didn't know anything about it so and I think at the beginning my dad was a bit reluctant because he was like oh no we can't do this alone we, you won't make it and I mean he knew that I was like sort of handy but really not very experienced in handy things I mean I helped them around their house and I did quite a bit in my own apartments but nothing of that grandeur so I knew I had to rely on on him to to help me there and I think that's when the story goes back to like you know to all the stereotypes of being queer I think also like for my parents even though they love me and they respect me for all my choices and how I am and they respect that they have a queer kid but I do think that also they have some kind of misconceptions or bias inside of them deep inside of them so they're like oh well you know that our gay son is trying to like be manly <laughs> or something like that um so yeah i think i think they were really biased to be all honest but um so 
I, I anyway, I was just like, no, I'm gonna do it. Um, um, let's try it. I mean, the worst case is like, we can't, we we can't do it, and then I'll try to find a contractor. So we started building walls in the beginning of January, um, for the new bathrooms because in the end I decided like to. Um, attach one of the bathrooms to the corridor or the hallway of the second floor which was anyway quite big and um, to remove a bit of space from one of the rooms um, and um, built in a ensuite in there because um, one with the other room that I that basically has the bathroom in the hallway now I mean or now it's not because it's a bathroom, but before um, that was too small to put an ensuite in. It just would have like taken away a lot of space, and that room was already quite small. It's okay, but it, it would have not been sufficient to make um, make a bathroom inside of it. You know, build walls and everything. So um, yeah, we started by building walls, and then. Slowly by slowly, we got all the pipes. We bought all the pipes and everything for the wastewater. And then my dad kind of explained it to me. And then I basically just started going for it. I think my dad didn't even think. like It was, it was that time where I went to Germany. I had um, a huge fight with my ex-husband. Um, and I basically spent 10 hours in Germany... I went back. I was supposed to stay for longer and I wanted to talk to him for like sit down and everything, but everything was just so over emotional so that I left the next day and I was like, you know what? I think I am going to leave, you know? It's like, uh, I think it's best like that I just like move to France in like a second. <laughs> so um, that's when I packed all my stuff and just went to France. And then I ended up here being here in February like after a day and I should have been like away for like what five weeks I think and then I was back in a day <laughs> my now boyfriend was a bit like uh, okay what's going on here um so yeah and that that's when my dad was actually supposed to come uh, around Easter time and like help me do it and that's when we would have continued and then I had all this time and I was here so I was like okay let's let's get rolling let's do this we're going to sit down and um do everything to actually um make those bathrooms happen so that's when I started like drilling holes into the walls or and actually like we did one we did have to go through one 80 centimeter hole uh, or 80 centimeter wall um, of like pure stone wall basically so that was bit by bit that's that's what I did with my dad still and I think it was one of the last things that we did together before we left both to Germany and then, yeah, I started drilling holes through the ceilings and started wastewater piping. I started laying out water. I started installing um, the bundles for heating the water. So because here people um, heat their water with electricity and balance in like kind of like, um, I don't know how you'd call it in English. It's a ballon. It's uh, it's basically yeah something that heats up the water and it stays stays hot in there. And then when you need hot water, you just 
it just takes it off and um, they are all smart so they actually uh, heat the water when on off times where my electricity is cheaper and everything so um, I've been saving a lot of uh, actually a lot of electricity um, costs on um, through using them so uh, yeah then we ended up doing all of that and yeah it was just like or I ended up doing all of that and it was just like crazy doing all these steps and being like oh now I need to lay water pipes and what are the ways to lay a water pipe and what are it's just like absolutely bonkers and if you want to see all this it's like all captured on video it's in German language but um you can find me on you can find it on my youtube channel um if you type in le demi chateau which is l-e-d-e-m-i-c-h-a-t-e-a-u le demi chateau uh, so you can find that on YouTube and just follow my everyday craziness here, basically. So yeah, I think renovating a house is like teaching you a lot of patience as well. I think it's 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 just it just takes you back to to being vulnerable sometimes also because sometimes people things don't work and you have to figure them out and sometimes you won't figure them out until like a long time. I'm. I've had, like, after I built those bathrooms and everything was fine, and I built up the showers and blah, 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 I had two leaking showers. And I was like, oh, my God, those leaks are driving me insane. So I got rid of, of one leak, actually. Um, I still need to... I, I know what to do if they have a bathroom, so I just need to go in there and do it. And actually today I went to the hardware store and totally forgot to buy what I wanted to buy for that. Um, so that means I'm going to do it next week after I get back from Germany because I'm leaving to Germany. So while you're listening to this, I'm already in Germany, but I'll be just there for like four days and then I'll be back in France. Um so yeah, it's it it's it teaches you I think a lot of things, a lot of like how to how to deal with frustration, I think a lot. Like sometimes you just need to like literally sit down somewhere where it's nice, and that's why I think when renovating a house, you need to have like one or two spaces that you renovate before all the rest. And these need to be somehow pretty and they need to like calm you and they need to be okay because you need those spaces to sit down and have a good cry. I'm telling you, you will get there. You will be so frustrated and so annoyed and so like all these different kind of emotions throughout living in your house while you're renovating it will be a mess for sure uh, there's no other way it is but it is what it is and sometimes you just need to sit down and cry that, i mean that was my solution uh, i basically sat down i cried i had yeah i had mental breakdowns basically because I was like, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. I'm going to fail so badly at it. And but I think it's it's good. It's good to let it all out, you know, and to just like cleanse yourself with your tears, <laughs> and then just like you know let it go and go back at it. You know, it's 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 you shouldn't give up. 
but I think you should you just need to let it all out because otherwise it'll drive you insane I'm talking from experience so um, yeah that's that's basically like renovating a house is just absolutely bonkers and that's just one tiny story of like renovating this house and I have many more and probably many more to come so um follow the podcast follow the youtube channel also i'm planning another sidekick of my youtube channel which will be on my youtube channel but it's going to be like a mini series for itself in english language it is going to be chateau summer vacation and i'll take you on all these little trips around and my everyday life and it's going to be like vlog style summer in charente-limousin where i live so I thought it would be really cute to have that during summer. And if you have any ideas, questions, do not hesitate to write me. You can either find me on ledemichateau.com and there's a contact form um, there where you can contact me or you can send me an Instagram message on my Instagram, which is le underscore demi underscore chateau so le underscore d-e-m-i underscore c-h-a-t-e-a-u so le underscore demi underscore chateau and you'll find me on there and um yeah just send me a message um give me a shout out tell me what you would be interested in hearing in the next few podcasts and I'll be very glad to take your advice and uh, to also yeah get feedback from you which would be really lovely and um, yeah and if you haven't seen I'm having a mindfulness weekend all in English it's gonna be from the 15th of September until the 17th of September um, here it's a retreat where we just like meditate we do a bit of light yin yoga we just like use the weekend to kind of calm down and just kind of like rearrange and we'll have a journaling workshop and just like you know just have some me time which is really important and i'm planning more and more retreats throughout the next few next few months so um really keep on checking my website and i'll also announce it in the podcast now so um yes thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast um it's been a lot of rambling at times i hope that's that's um all fine with you and um yeah thank you very much for being such wonderful listeners and i shall talk to you next week again on saturday and until then i'm saying bisous and à bientôt from the southwest of france